0: The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. What do you want to do? What's your passion? Like the quote goes, don't die with your music still playing. From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Allie Beth's Stories. Now here's your host, Allie Beth. Hey everyone, it is Allie Beth. Welcome to the podcast. I am super excited you are here because we have the amazing Angela Coulter on air to give you, yes, applause, to give you a little bit of background about Angela. Well, first, Angela, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes, I'm so glad you're here. Just to give you a little introduction, Angela is a consciousness transformation guide. Dedicated to helping others shift into their full embodiment of awakened potential. And she does that using a lot of different things, which she will explain to you. Um, She also started a modality called Trinity Energy Progression, which is for accelerated expansion in consciousness. And I am very fortunate to be a Trinity Energy practitioner. And I'm really excited for you, Angela, to tell everybody a little bit about your story of how you went from corporate America into this. And I would love to start talking after that about finding your passion and living it for all those listeners out there. So take it away, Angela. Great. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I grew up
1: thinking that I wanted to be in corporate and break the, you know, glass ceiling. And I spent a lot, I spent 17 years in corporate doing that. Um, got to the amazing paycheck and um, position that I always wanted to. And, you know, there was just something not right. And I just kept on trying to, you know, like continue. And I was actually getting migraines. I was getting sick um I just had all these kind of things and this voice just kept on telling me to get out and the funny thing is you know when you're going oh but I have the position and paycheck i I always wanted so why should I get out but you know at some point it got so loud that I was just like you know what I need to leave and it was just such a weird thing because it wasn't like you know it was like I cut my household income in two-thirds when we did that and and everything else. When I left, I just left and and created and it was funny was I created an herb nursery, I went into organics, then I then like that like went for a couple of years. I shifted into a marketing business because I did marketing and communications in corporate. And I really enjoyed that because I worked with small and medium businesses and worked with people who were like the owners of these businesses who needed to get to the next step. And I found myself really working with them to Um, explore like what made them passionate to do what they're doing to begin with, which so it was funny because it was a precursor. Mm -hmm. And then I had what we call what I call an awakening where all my intuitive abilities just sort of like went through the ceiling and I literally fell open like a book one day and there was no near death experience. Like a lot of people you talk to, they're like, oh, I had a near death experience and I woke up and had a different consciousness. I literally went to sleep one night and I woke up the next day and my entire universe was different. And so um, I spent a while working with that and trying to figure out what was going on, what was, like, happening, how to deal with it, how to exist in it, in this reality. And then, and yet I continued with my marketing business, which was very, very successful. And I had part-time help, and I had just, like, many clients, and I worked in, uh, you know, green and wellness industry uh, businesses. And I kept on hearing this voice, nope, this isn't what you came here to do. And I kept on saying, well, no, but I, I'm, I'm comfortable doing this. I like, I, I know what I'm doing. I like this. I really enjoy like connecting with the owners and doing what I'm doing. And it was like, nope, that's not what you came here to do. And I kept on like trying to go through the path of just like staying with that business, staying in that industry. And it would just um, like, no, you're, you came here to do something else. You came here to do something else. And then I came and it was like, no, you came here to work with people and help them develop their own intuition and open up and awaken and, and stuff. And I finally, like, had to break down because all the brick walls came up to f- prevent me from doing my own marketing business anymore, like weird problems and holdups and all that kind of stuff. So um, after about a year and a half of that constant being hit upon the head, I, I, like, shifted into doing this kind of work. And I realized, oh, my God, this is, like, the best, most fulfilling work I could even imagine like I would have never even known that this is like what I'm passionate truly passionate about had I not listened or like allowed myself to listen and try to keep on fighting against the current
0: and how did you learn this work how did it come to you
1: well after the um after the awakening, it came to me really easily, like literally, I'd, when I look back over years, I've had all these little things. I've always had like premonitory dreams. I've had dead people come to me. I've had some very uh, un- otherworldly kind of experiences, but I just always wrote them off as like, oh, yeah, because I was uncomfortable with it, mm-hmm. right? So like we're uncomfortable with what we don't understand. I was like, oh, yeah, that's just like a dog and pony show. All right, yeah, but I'm doing this because this is what makes me valuable in this reality. So um, when I was kept on being guided to do this, I was like, are you kidding me? Because what happens is we think, oh, people are going to judge me, Um, you know, like I'm going to be called a freak or I'm going to, like, screw up my life or all that kind of stuff. Like, and and it's not even just specific to this kind of work. Like, we often get guided into what we're passionate about, but we fight it tooth and nail because of these roles that we feel like we need to, you know, continue and perpetuate. Because we externalize our value by what people think of us, by the roles that we fill, and things like that. So, what it has turned—you know—what it has turned into besides like tapping into energy and tapping into our oneness and connectedness to really feel that spark, because the spark is the passion and what you know manifests in your reality when you allow it. Whether it's painting or singing or banking or you know garbage collection it doesn't matter it's like everybody's got their own thing and for whatever reason you know like like nine times out of ten we don't allow ourselves to really live that passion Um, and that's what I really help a lot of people do and by going into these non-conventional ways of energy work and energy healing meditation like how to shift your reality I mean really the foundation of reality is is it's important to shift that to a place of you know self-love and um self priority so that you can emanate that and really help others.
0: So you were saying that at first you were uncomfortable with you know living out this ability that you had to your full potential. And so other people out there what we we're what I was um going to get to before was if somebody has something they love, let's say painting or um you know, writing a book or whatever, but they say, I don't have the time or I need a I need to work, you know, 60 hours a week and make money to provide for my family. I, I just don't have the time. Um, what would you say to that person?
1: <sighs>
0: I would say many things, as you know, Ellie. <laughs> Our audience wants to know. Allie already knows.
1: <laughs> I would say, Um, that the first thing to do is to find your own happiness. And that needs to be your number one priority, because if that's, if that's your priority and everything that you do comes from that happiness, then everything in your life will flow more smoothly. No matter whether you think you have time for it or not, make time for it. Because when you make time for it, then you start to realize, oh, well, like you start to tap into parts of yourself that you've let go, gone, um, you've let go dormant. Um, and so that takes a lot of work. Sometimes it takes a lot of focus and that's where meditation comes in and energy work, whatever, because we have these beliefs that we instill in us to require that we, you know, like have to do this. So we have to work that 80 hour a week job, or we have to do this or spend this many hours, you know, with our kids and our spouse and our families. And then when we're working, we have to do this. And when we're not working, we have to do this, or we have to do this in our lives And it's like, well, when we prioritize ourselves first, and I know we typically don't, um, we typically don't think of it that way in our culture, in our society, because we sort of look at that as being, you know, selfish and egotistical. And really, it's the opposite, because when you're actually coming from a place of self-love, then you openly give and openly help others. So there's like this big shift that has to go on from the outside, you know, validation to the inside, comfort and love for the self.
0: Okay, so somebody that says, but, you know, let's say devil's advocate, but I have this 80 hour week job, how do I make money if I'm not working this job, even though I don't love it?
1: Yeah, that takes a huge shift too, because it takes a shift to realize that If you do anything from the heart that you're truly passionate about, you will find a way for the money to come. The universe will bring the money to you. And that took me several years of even doing this work with other people to even recognize that and be able to be comfortable in that myself to say, you know what, if I trust and know that my purpose is to live my bliss and to live my passion, then I trust that the universe will provide me with everything I need when I need it. And the more we actually let go to that energetically and people say, oh, that's crazy and I can list hundreds, if not more people that I've worked with that that have found that Um, once they let go to, oh, no, I have to make the money first and then enjoy myself later to no, I'm going to find my passion. And, you know, some people, you don't even have to do that for a living right away, like or you can just choose to do your passion, but put make time active time in your world for that. Um, Then you can. Then what happens is the energy shifts around everything because everything you touch becomes golden. Mm. And then you'll find everything realigning in ways that you could never imagine. And Part of it is letting go of the mind, letting go of what the mind or what we call the ego is is trying to control or, you know, frame out in a story or whatever and say, you know, what if what if it was even more? What if I allowed all possibilities? What could that look like?
0: Right. So I know ego is a big thing that holds a lot of us back. So how do you suggest one to try and let go of the ego?
1: Well, you know that the first thing I ask anybody is, are you meditating? Because it's one of those things that people all think is a chore. And yet anybody I know who starts doing it on a regular basis, find like, because that's a priority. That's making yourself a priority because when you meditate, you learn how to you remember how to quiet the chatter in your mind, you um, then can tap into what I call the higher self, you want to call the universe or God or source or whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, But when you quiet all that chatter, you learn how to listen and you learn how to come from the heart or remember what it's like to exist there. And the more you do it, the more that's where you want to stay centered.
0: So, actually, I have my producers over here, Dave, and I just wanted to bring him on for a second because we had a show a few a few weeks ago, and we were talking about meditation. I was telling him to meditate, that I do it every single day, and he was a little skeptical about it. So, if you would just give him just a little <laughs> advice, and I would love to hear why Dave struggles with it. Not that you weren't persuasive, Allie. You were very persuasive, but maybe I could use a little more persuasion. So,
1: Well, I would say... If Allie got to the place of meditating every day anybody can cuz you know <laughs> Allie was one of the most resistant when I first met her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, is that right?
0: That's, that's a- true.
1: And I don't mean that in any negative way. I mean I love you Allie and but you, Thank you you know and we had so many like we had so many co- not conflicts but so many discussions about well, why how can why can how can I fit this in and everything else. But and you're just like that's a very common common Um, perception and judgment and people think oh it's a chore oh it's hard and I'm thinking wow those are the times when I feel the most love for myself and everything is when I can just quiet everything and just expand into my energy into myself and when we do that like really you don't have to. like people think oh I have to sit for an hour facing you know like off the top of a mountain in lotus position to do meditation (laughs) but but really you can do meditation in 5 10 15 minutes you know Um, and, and it can be effective in that because the more you do it, the more you will find everything else in your life will flow and become easier. And all of a sudden the things you thought were daunting and unattainable will start to just flow together because you literally are are rewiring yourself. They've done, they've done research to show that you rewire yourself when you meditate, because you're getting all those other blocking thoughts out of the way so that you can access the things that are important.
0: All right. I'm in. I'm in. You You're got persuaded. Me. Yes. <laughs> so I found, Angela, you told me about binaural beats and yeah. also your heart opener meditation. I find meditating to sound or meditating to a guided meditation helps me because it's hard for me to turn my, my brain off. I mean, what do you yes. think is the difference between a guided one and just sitting there?
1: i think in the beginning it's often very a lot easier for people to use guided ones because it does help you to turn the mind off because you're listening right Mm -hmm. so you are sort of like fooling the ego or the mind (laughs) into doing something by listening to somebody else talking and following the directions right eventually you get to a point where you don't need that anymore and you just and sometimes and sometimes you don't even need that at all like I I actually really never did. I, I sort of learned how to do it and then I did it and then sometimes I did guided. but most of the times I didn't. The binaural beats, the isochronic tones, those are great. The um oh what are the other frequencies and stuff like you can listen to those and those are actually scientifically created to pop your when you use the right headphones and speakers, to pop your brain waves into the state that you need for a good meditation.
0: Okay, and what I know sometimes you say you see things in meditation or it gives you guidance. How can someone get to that place?
1: Well, it just happens. And I always tell everybody for that not to be the goal. And the goal is to really to quiet the chatter because if people come to me, they're like, oh, I want to see my guides. I want to get messages. I want to do this. And I'm like, okay, but first let's quiet all the chatter so that you can get the clear understanding of what's trying to come through because it's going to happen Once you do that, it'll start happening, and then it's a matter of recognizing when the messages are coming through and the faces that are being shown to you or the voices or what you're hearing or what you're seeing, because a lot of the second step to that is really coming to a place of recognizing that everything around us is a message in one one way, shape, or form, and we're often giving ourselves the answer to the questions we ask, but we're just blowing them off or ignoring them because we don't think it's good enough, we don't think it's right, we don't trust ourselves, you know, stuff like that.
0: So that's how it comes back to self-love. Yes. Okay. A lot of information out there. <laughs> I would yeah. love for you to give our audience maybe just something quickly um, to give them a taste of what a meditation with Angela would be like.
1: <laughs> okay. So um, just close your eyes. Make yourself comfortable. Take a couple Dave, deep breaths. Dave, go ahead. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Take a couple deep breaths. Now breathe in as if you're breathing into your heart, like your heart's breathing. And you breathe in all that is good, and you breathe out all that is toxic. Breathe in love, breathe out toxicity. Now breathe in and see or feel a brilliant, brilliant light emanating from the center of your heart. This is your divine spark. It's unconditional love. As you breathe in, see or feel that light expand through your chest. Expand through your torso. Feel every cell and in between every cell saturate this amazing, brilliant light. Breathe in, expand that light down your legs into your feet and toes until you're filling your entire physical body with this amazing light of unconditional love. Every cell and in between every cell saturated in this light. Now see a dimmer switch in your mind and turn it way up and know that that dimmer switch is turning this light up to its full saturation, full expansion. So you're emanating like a lighthouse in this beautiful light of unconditional love. Feel the saturation and the peace and centeredness. And commit yourself to holding that space. As you come back, take a couple of deep breaths and just open your eyes.
0: I saw the lighthouse. Did you, Dave? I almost fell asleep to be, to, 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 um, <clears throat> but that, but in a good way, like I was kind of twilight sleepish. Yeah. Uh, that that was, good. was just
1: a very accelerated version. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not bad. Not bad.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it can be that easy. Really. It's amazing. That's a place to start. And then there's like, uh, no, there's no limits from there.
0: Unconditional love.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Angela, tell everybody where to find you if they want to reach out or they want to look into being a Trinity energy practitioner, how can they find you?
1: So you can find information about Trinity Energy Progression at trinityenergyprogression.com. My current website where you can actually find a um, guided meditation. That's the expanded version of this. It's really still only like what, Allie, five minutes, eight minutes, nine minutes. minutes, Okay. (laughs) For the nine minute meditation um it's called heart expansion meditation so you can find that there at spiritualalchemy.net um, and i will soon be launching my new website net with even more expanded offerings and guided meditations and even some online courses and stuff like that that's coming out um this fall probably about the by the end
0: of october Yay. <laughs> and you have a podcast and it's visual and audio
1: Yes, I do. I have a pod, I have actually two podcasts, so it depends on how woo-woo you want to get. I have one that is Living the Shift, and that's at living-the-shift.net um, that I do every Thursday morning. And then I have ascendedworld.net, which is a little more woo-woo, woo-woo I do with my friend, Sarah C. evignone And we do that every Monday, and that's at ascendedworld.net as well.
0: Amazing. Well, Angela, thank you so much. I love this. I feel better talking to you and I'm sure our audience does too. Thank you for hopping on the show. We loved having you. Thanks for having
1: me, Allie. This was fun.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Well, to hear more of my podcasts, hop on to Shifting Stories with Allie Beth or check out my website at AllieBethStories.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Angela, and have a great day.
1: Thanks. Yeah. Have a great day, everybody.